So it's a toss-up between the lasagna della mamma, yeah. the pollo principesa. The Italian's good, isn't it? Or the risotto. Can't um, seem to decide. I'll, I'll yeah. decide before you then. I'm having the risotto. <laughs> oh, how's it going, all right? This is the What's Occurring podcast with Cal and Chuck. So if you like jams on the ash, making an omelette or a cheeky finger, then crack on. If not, back off. Tidy. Alright, Fernando. I'm going to go for the minestrone soup for old time's sake. Followed by the... Minestrone, oh, interesting. My mother's favourite, picatina al limone. Si. Si. <laughs> and for me, I will have the white bait. Are you pretending to put on an Italian accent? No, no. <laughs> uh, and then I have the um, Agnolotti dello chef. Si, sí, no problema. Muy bien. <laughs> the funniest thing is he's oh. bloody Portuguese. Jesus. <laughs> he's, like, yeah, he's a false Italian. Oh no, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, here mate. we go fella. Series two. Series two. Cheers to that. How have you been? Good man, I've, it's, been, it's been ages like. We've been uh, away for the summer and we've, we've both had loads going on and things. And we're yeah, now uh, student radio mm. nominated. Uh, Sorry, can we just talk about that? Just for another a cheers. Yeah, that. I know. I think definitely. A, quite a large gulp for that, actually. Yeah. Mm. Um, can we just so, say the, the waitress, she was like, um, is this red wine just for display? Is it for display? And we were like, we bloody definitely we not. We think not. Yeah, it's really nice. Another red cheers wine. to that. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> God, we're such lads. Seriously anyway. though, student radio nomination. Um, yeah, we are now yeah. nationally uh, accredited. Yeah, accredited you could say. say. Like, um, the student radio awards, there are national radio awards. seems bizarre, we just Top get six. pissed and talk about our favourite TV programme. Yeah, it's nuts. But yeah, there we go. Looking forward to that, find out November um, 7th. Should we talk about what we've been up to over the summer? Yeah man, starting with you, you've had a bit of an adventure, haven't you? <laughs> so I have, yeah, I've been in Canada, yeah. uh, been in Mexico. Yeah. Also been in uh, Barbados Ooh. and happy to be back though. Yeah. Um, always had the podcast in the back of my mind. No, same as Canadians me, yeah. don't like don't like Gavin and Stacey. It's weird though. No. I don't understand how a show can be so popular over here and have absolutely no traction abroad. Um, absolutely none. Bizarre. Yeah. Any Gavin and Stacey fans in Indonesia? Yeah, so for those that know, I went to Indonesia for a spot of travelling with the uh, with the ball and chain, otherwise known as the girlfriend. Um, uh, and yeah, <laughs> the ball and chain. I've never heard that. Me not. Yeah, we we had a really nice trip, but no Gavin and Stacey fans. I did ask around in a few hostels actually. So, so when I was um, in Peru, yeah. I was walking around the hostels shouting, "Someone order a Chinese!" Hoping someone responded, "Not now, Alan." No Peruvian Gavin and Stacey fans. Not even like the tourists, but. Actually, anyway. no, one story I do have. Um, we were on a moped uh, going through okay. the south of Bali, a uh, bit of a tourist hotspot, and a uh, policeman pulls us over, um, and I just say, you know, what's, what's wrong? And he says, you need a foreign um, driver's licence. I was like, didn't know that, haven't been told that, never been stopped before. He said, 500,000 rupiah, and I'm like, what? That's about 30 quid, so when you're on a travel budget, Only. that's a lot of money. Hello, oh, boss. Here we go. Thank nice you very fork. much. Yeah. yeah, so that's a lot of money. Um, and ended up accidentally bribing him. It just reminded me of Smithy and Gavin on oh, the motorway. Like £5, 10 pence yeah. only. Thank you very much. So let's talk about the, the new format yes, to the, the series. Same old gags, same old crap. Yeah. Uh, but 
as you can see. Well, I was thinking about this earlier. If you're listening to this podcast, yeah. if you're still on Apple Podcasts, still on Spotify, the old faithful, this means as they call nothing it. to them. But if you are listening, uh, you can now watch us on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. This podcast and is now available on YouTube. May I just know um, um, that um, if you are listening to the podcast there will be added extras yeah. on the YouTube version so if you don't want to just listen to it and you think oh I want to see what else yeah. they added in please head over and to our and you can now uh, see my, my lash rash in action you will gradually see yeah, it oh, this I, I was thinking about this video I was goes thinking on. about this I will become a bit redder lash okay. rash that is such a good point especially on the red wine we could go full Alan Brazil classic we could go Alan Brazil we could go full yeah. Alan Brazil yes. um, so we've got 71 days to go 71 days until Christmas yeah. in better news to the Christmas special Ruth Jones was chatting about it last night yeah. let's have a look how, how finished is that is it ready to go it's all done and dusted kippers and custard it's uh, yeah it's in the can as they say whatever the can is um, it was really good fun it was a very smooth shoot it was gorgeous to see everybody get together again and uh, and to be back in Barry where we had the best welcome ever I Your mean it was insane you? yeah it was insane <laughs> um, but I it was quite handy because I just went out in character and, and just sort of talked to everybody like Nessa which was because I could just be rude and go, oh, love, what are you doing here? Back off. And I love that. So you can just hide behind rudeness. 71 days to go, Cal, to the Christmas special. You just heard Ruth Jones. She's very excited. Um, what so I'm just having a breadstick. You, you, get, <laughs> you know what? I'll join you on that. Are you getting nervous? Um, if I'm honest, I don't think there's actually been... like We're all really excited for it, but I think the Gavin and Stacey at Old Faithful purposefully haven't put that much of a... Um, Overhype on it in a sense that they're not mm. they're not coming out with loads yeah. of different well, storylines and things. Well, we've contacted a lot of them. Yeah, they're, they've all they're all saying pretty stum. I think that's the first bit they got out of Ruth yeah. Jones. Oh, here's oh, oh, white bait. That's for me. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, that looks amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you. Do you like any tartar sauce? Oh, yes, please. Any parmesan cheese. Parmesan. Lovely, lovely. Lovely, lovely. lovely. Jubbly, jubbly. Lovely, jubbly. Ooh, a bit of white bait. No, um, I think they, they've done that on purpose, mm. just so that people don't get disappointed if something is bad. But I don't think it will be bad. Yeah, and I think, like when they when they announced it, James Corden oh, said to himself, they they just wouldn't. I, I don't think they would have gone near it again. Um, but the best thing about it is. Since we last spoke, um, how incredible it is they've got the three series now on the iPlayer. Yes, and yes. So many people are now, re loads of my friends are messaging me now, obviously yeah. talk about the podcast the whole time. They're actually watching the series now and they're like, oh, now I know why you... I had a friend who actually started watching it a few months back because of the podcast. So we're not only, you know, sort of talking to the super fans, we're also encouraging people to get, actually get out there. Trailblazers, yeah, Cal. Exactly, Trailblazers. Man. It's all right, BBC, don't worry. Yeah. We don't expect commission. We don't, yeah. Commission would take some, though. But it is amazing. I'm deep in my overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, needless to say, just because we've got a uh, camera on us now, we are still broke students. Yeah. Um, but it is incredible. So I'm BBC, having, have a job. Having conversation. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> no, I'm just saying I was, I'm having conversations with people who've never watched the program for and then we're seeing I'm almost seen as like an expert on the program yeah now, which just oh, seems how, a bit ridiculous. how the fuck have we managed that right I appreciate we're both big fans of it Chuck weirdly so like we're sat watching the episode the other day 
He's quoting it. He knows the lines that are coming up. I mean, I know a few, but you took the piss, mate. You really did take the piss. I did, I did. He's, t- drink- he's eating his minestrone soup. Um, yeah, maybe we just say we're having a three-course Italian meal whilst we're doing this podcast. <laughs> so, um... Anyway, let's talk about series two, yeah, episode yeah. one. And as we do, as always, as we did in the first series, have a, uh, a drink mm. correlating to the episode. And of course, episode two, uh, series two, episode one, sees Pete and Dawn yeah. absolutely off their... Well, Pete in particular, off his face in Capriccio's uh, with Seth. So we thought we'd also get off our face with a, a bottle of red. Cheers, so there man. we go. Cheers. Oh, it's really we've, nice we've already red. drunk a lot of this. Really nice not much of the bottle left, but there we go. I have to say, oh, they, um, yeah. they've got a great house wine here at Capriccio's. And we're going to start a game now. Yeah. So, we're here for the next half hour or so. Throughout that time, Callum, yeah. referencing the episode as you well. No, come on, we haven't started <laughs> yet. So, we're, we're going to play a drinking game. I'm Robert Mugabe from now on. Yeah. Callum is Jane, Dame Judy Dench. Referencing Nessa and Bryn's handle on the airwaves in series two, episode one. Um, but two fingers of the drink, uh, uh, otherwise, okay? Yeah, okay, okay. Is that fair enough? Cool, cool. Let's let's head straight into yeah, it. Yeah, let's get into this episode. So this is the first episode back after the wedding. Obviously, series one ends with the wedding. We go off into the sunset, so you should say. So we have a bit of a. Yeah. We do find out a few things that happen at the wedding that we didn't know. There's uh, Smithy in the lift with a oh, couple of his mates. Absolute gold dust. Um, and there's also the Uncle John, is it, in the cake? He's oh, actually tight. Yeah, he's, it's not to. very funny, he's diabetic. <laughs> so we, we hear a little bit what happened after the, the cameras, so to speak, turned off, um, which was pretty hilarious. And then obviously they go off on their honeymoon, and then we see them again returned. An airport, which, by the way, fun fact, is actually a. We learned this because we filmed a little video promo. It's, just, it's actually a shopping mall. Yeah. There we, go. we when we were filming that promo, we were we were sort of umming and ahhing about whether to go to. Um, you came into Gatwick, didn't you? It was Gatwick we went to. Yeah. Yeah. We were umming and ahhing whether to go to Gatwick. For some reason, it's pretty questionable filming in an airport. That was the thing, and then because of that, I was being really shifty because I just felt really. Yeah, bad. <laughs> I had to keep on telling yeah. you stuff. <laughs> Something bad, and I, was like, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it because I was stood there with a massive sign welcoming you home, uh, but I just felt so. You made us look. It was all the Thomas Cook. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. And we did look like a, a pair of lovers, didn't yeah, we? We did. Um, so, so then they lovers. come back, and as you said, we were discussing this episode yeah. just before we came here. It's classic Mother Pam, isn't it? When they come, and I was saying about the the camera work is sensational. Yeah. The way I, I just, it's one of my favourite Pam sequences when they're um she starts telling the story. Gav, Gav and Mick raise their eyebrows. It's like oh here comes the classic Greek story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, heard this one before. Heard this one before. The wine gums under the bed sheet, <laughs> and then I just love the way it shifts, and then and then it shifts to them in the car. I like, grabbed that Stelios Cacliano <laughs> fella by the throat. Uh, it's genius again, genius it camera. Is, right? Adding to the Uncle Bryn theory, which I mentioned in yeah. series one, episode one. That got a lot of ground. Um, that, really that did get a lot of ground yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. So this is of course the theory that uh, thinks that I think Uncle Bryn. Obviously, it's not exposed that he is gay. Yeah. There's the whole, there's the whole complication around the fishing trip. But I think we should do a compilation of this, just 
grab all the little snippets of Uncle Bryn. Absolutely. Every single time he enters that house, Gwen's house, it's through the back door, which is referencing him being gay, going through the back door. The and again, do know this theory. of but course, and again, we have oh, it's clever writing. Yeah. I, that's my opinion. I love to ask them about it. Maybe one day when this podcast takes off. Yeah. But um, he, he makes a comment every time. It's always with Gab. He's like, are you bronze? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, I, I can't wait, wait to see it. Um, and it's classic Bryn. Uh, at his finest. I think as well with Bryn, he's one of these characters that you expect it, but even when he does it, you're still find it hilarious because you know that he's going to come out with some sort of gay innuendo, but it's still hilarious every time he does it. That's what I love. And classic Gavin Tracy, they never ever reveal whether yeah. he's gay or not. Yeah. Another classic moment in this is uh, Pam's maiden name when she, oh. where and I was we were literally watching the episode before we came here, yeah. and it was when uh, it's when she. St- says she felt like she lost her identity yeah. like Anne Frank when she was found. Yeah, sorry, um, what a stupid <laughs> reference. And that's, that's another great thing about the writers. They know exactly what they're getting at. But my mum's the same. She makes those sort of silly references to history that she doesn't really know about. <laughs> Moving on, we've of course got the return of Smithy and he's, he's not too happy, is he? Oh. Um, but something I noticed literally just as we watched it, and I, I said this to you, so... This is a bit nerdy and a bit like geeky, looking into it a bit too much. But uh, he says he missed Gavin, and he he oh, was ringing yeah. him every day yeah. for three weeks. And then Gavin says, "Oh, you're only checking the West Ham scores." And I said to you, actually, he wouldn't call him every day yeah. to check the West Ham scores because West Ham wouldn't play every day. So um, yeah, but regardless, I love the scene, and of course the Capriccios and course I'm coming, uh, and it's the just, whole. It's a moment of friendship. And, and, and I love it when um, when Smithy says. Uh, Stacy goes to Gavin, give him the gift, and then Gavin goes, "What now?" And then Stacy and Smithy say at the same time, "Yes." <laughs> so like, yeah, so I'm having a, it's great. It's just it's again classic Corden so, Jones, just yeah. the, the tiny little bits, yeah. uh, intricacies that you only really notice once you've watched it over and over again. Um, and then we're off to Capriccio's, and here we are yeah, in we are Capriccio's in, uh, in celebration, and of course you then see Pete. Uh, and Dawn caught out with Seth, which oh, is, we'll awful. go into a bit more detail in a bit, but you can't imagine that sort of sinking it's, feeling when they they, yeah. they know Seth's in the toilet, um, yeah, and they know that out from, but it's a bit sloppy from Pete and Dawn, isn't it? If you're gonna go and chat to a potential threesome, yeah. you're not gonna go to your local Italian restaurant, That's are you? exactly what I thought. Yeah, knowing exactly that, what I thought. especially because they're such good friends, they probably knew that Gavin and Stacey were coming back from the honeymoon, yeah. maybe knew that all the Welsh lot were coming over to Essex, knowing that they might go out for a meal, that could be a possibility. Well, look, they go it to the local no Italian. time for the news to travel about Mick being on TV. <laughs> I'm sure the news travelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, things get around in Billericay and Barry. 100%, 100%. Um, for sure. And then, obviously, we have the whole ordering fiasco. Uh, they sit down and... You had a bit of that at the start, didn't you? I, I did have a bit of that at the start. A bit of a toss-up. I've gone for... The Ville. I actually changed my mind. There we go. Um, I've gone for the Ville. But it is I just... In this very restaurant, I can't tell you the amount of times I went, came here when I was younger. And we used to just come here. My cousin's a big Gavin and Stacey fan as well. We used to just come into this restaurant. It was called fucking Capriccio. <laughs> and we used to come in here and we used to just go through the whole repertoire, slamming the recipe. Yeah. I'm having the gnocchi. And I've gone for the gnocchi. Uh, and then... Oh, that's a biggie and stuff like <laughs> just all of them uh, the whole it is just like it's just a, a group of people who love each other coming together yeah. sitting down eating a meal and it's just it's classic Gavin and Stacey 
typical scene where not a lot is happening yeah. yet. It's just so funny and but isn't that just hysterical. To, um, like small town village yeah. life. I like him. The use of sack of shit. Yeah, you can go from family mill. I'm sure you guys have had this. Family mill, nothing's really happening, but something is always a conversation. Yeah. I know whenever I get together with my family, there's always just an overwhelming noise of just six different conversations going on yeah. at once but somehow and that's they're it. all in harmony yeah, 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 and yeah. there's just nothing going and, and on and I'm a big fan of Smithy in this scene the yeah. way he resents Gavin so much um, and he's like increase this increase this increase that is that going to be it now and it's just like I, I can imagine I've got a mate who's like that with our other friend who's in a serious relationship yeah. and he's literally exactly the same he can't cope when he does nice stuff with his girlfriend because it just like breaks his heart a yeah. bit and well, it's the same with Gavin that's the thing um, and no no it's just kind of like as well when like I've come back from travelling and people just shut down your conversation show. you've just been on the experience of your life like you've yeah. lived it with those like maybe maybe a brand new group of people and you come back and tell your like nearest and dearest and that like within like 10 minutes they're like Right, is that enough yeah. about Canada yeah. now, or is that enough about yeah. Indonesia? It's like, yeah. for fuck's sake, I just spent like three grand, I've just travelled around the world for four months, and a, a ten minute conversation so this is, this suffices. Is <laughs> and then Gavin's just gone on his like, amazing honeymoon with his brand new yeah. wife, and Smithy's just not having it. That is for me. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That looks amazing. Oh, my Christ. Wow, Put that in your pipe and smoke yeah. that's lovely. Do you like any cheese? Yes, please. Oh my god. <laughs> Do I want cheese? Of course I want cheese. <laughs> 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 I can't put it in there. <laughs> 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 oh, he's better than Pepper. Oh, here we go. Veg, lovely. Yeah, thank you. That's wonderful. A bit of cabbage? Yeah, a bit of cabbage. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's perfect. Thank you very much. You're right, sir. Cool. Your thoughts on the um, Capriccio's meal so far, Chuck? Capriccio's is absolutely delicious. Um, I'm glad no one's calling me over to the toilet for a family predicament. Yeah. Well, I'm going to talk about that. Now. <laughs> I said it to you the other day. I really hate the whole toilet thing. I don't know why, but it stresses me out so much. Um, so much. It's the whole fact that everyone leaves the table and leaves their food. And I'm going to counteract you with this. I love it. Um, and I've told you why. It's because um, I love how you've got the two. You've got the two stories colliding. You've got Seth, the black fella. Um, him doing a runner because of the pictures, Pete and Dawn and everything, and then Pete's hammered. And then you've also got Nessa announcing her pregnancy yeah, with Smithy. Yeah. And I just love the fact that they all somehow just end up in the in the women's <laughs> toilet. Like only Bryn and Smithy, and Bryn and Smithy are having that like yeah, yeah. kind of like half drunk chat. You'd yeah, have, yeah. you know, you'd kind of be at a party. You know, when you go to that party, that like maybe you've gone with a friend and it's his family's party, yeah. and you end up just really getting on yeah, well yeah. with the uncle for some reason. No, it's it, kind of like it? that's yeah. how I see Bryn and Smithy's relationship. It's great, and they kind of hit it off. From the first second, it's maybe an uncle that's um, the same But I just, you, yeah, I, yeah, I just love how they all end up in the in the woman's toilet, and then at, they each time someone comes in and they need to know why they're all in there, they all say it. So it's like, who's Seth? And then they all go the black fellow, and then it's like. Ness is pregnant, and then they all say, even Mick at the end goes, and Smithy's the father. Yeah, you can he's tell, you can tell that they've just written that with the idea, right? Let's get them all in the woman's toilet. So we referenced it just then, and I'll play it on. Sorry. He's got, he's got the full-on sweats. I've got the full-on meat sweats, the, the veal sweats, if that's such a thing. Let me just have a little 
veal is meat, so that would make sense. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so um, we alluded to uh, this earlier when we were talking about Pete and Dawn uh, meeting up for the threesome, and it inspired this week's email segment, the yeah. first email segment of series two. Have you ever been caught in an uncompromising scenario? So have you ever been caught out when you have you ever been caught somewhere where you shouldn't have been uh, at the wrong place at the wrong time? So I want to kick this off, right? Yeah, go on. Is this one of your personal stories? This is a personal story of mine. Okay. So I, during my time at SIP form, this is probably four or five years ago now, I, uh, I had this English teacher and she was in charge of education at the school, which basically meant that she had to uh, appoint staff. And because she was an English teacher as well, it just made sense for her to always have any potential English teacher come through our classes and because we were her like oldest class Makes and stuff. Sense. Makes sense. Made sense. So... We always, it were kind of used to having di- different teachers, like potential teachers teach the odd lesson here and there. And she said, oh, on Monday, this is happening again. And we're like, okay, yeah. whatever. So we, um, we head into school and I turn up to the lesson a few minutes late and I walk into this classroom and straight away, the, the, the teacher's at the front and he turns to look at me as, as you do walking through the door and just freezes and looks at me and then I look at him and we both had this like, oh my God, like kind of like, shit, shit I, know you. I know you kind yeah. of situation. And it turned out, it reconvened that basically he was my old English teacher. And what happened at my previous school was that yeah. he had gone off with a nut, he'd gone off with a physics teacher, uh, one of the teachers, oh, and it had no. all kind of come to a head at the school and it kicked off in front of some older kids as well. So he oh, got, he no. got, he got the can. And then I walk into this letter, he's thinking, oh, here we go, fresh start, you know, another yeah, yeah. decent school. <laughs> buzzing, to have. buzzing to have the interview, and then sees me walk in, and his face just drops, and like, he continued doing the lesson, and then, but the teacher who appointed the staff had seen my reaction and kind of worked out that something wasn't all there. Oh, no. And then she asked me about it, and I was kind of like, oh, I don't know, do I say? And, yeah. and then I just asked her, I was like, what did he say that he did after he left the older school? Because it had only been a year or so. And uh, she basically said he was on a sabbatical. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's convenient sabbatical. sabbatical ne- <laughs> Needless to say, he didn't get the job. Oh, um, so you ruined that guy's career, really. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, so I was saying, I've, I've had a story where I've been on the receiving end of the uncompromised situation. Um, and... It's, it's, it's a difficult one because you don't really know what to do, but you kind of just got to laugh through the pain. Do you know what I mean? And describe to me where you are and so what happened. Let's my, hear. My girlfriend, um, me and Izzy went on our first ever date. So it wasn't your girlfriend at this point, I see. No, 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 it wasn't, our, wasn't my girlfriend. Now he's my girlfriend. <laughs> bit forward now, thinking now. of you, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we went for a date and I took her to, um, we were kind of, our school was sort of 20 minutes away from this town. Uh, I took her for a Chinese in this town that was 20 minutes away. And, and why can't the town be named? No, can, the town can be named, just not really relevant. What's the, the town? Guildford. Guildford, there we go. So we went for a Chinese <laughs> It's really small Chinese, it's quite we're, random, but just, I knew it was good. Just for listeners, we're not actually promoting Guildford, we're yeah. not paid by... 
Guildford.com. It's a great town. Anyway. So yeah, we went for a Chinese um, at this really small Chinese restaurant, okay? And I thought oh, we'd be safe there. There'd be no one to distract us. No one we'd know would come in or anything like that. Me and her sat on the table like this, facing each other. Date was going quite well. And uh, yeah, one of my really good friends walks in with his dad and brother. And don't, they don't sit on the other end of the no. restaurant, leave us to it. They're put on the table right next to us. Oh, no. So for the majority of the day, I'm just having my first date with this girl that I really liked. Oh, that is awful. And I just literally wanted to curl up. Re really like she listens. Yeah. <laughs> so we've Not also got another story from uh, David. He's yeah. he's emailed us in what's occurring pod at gmail.com if you have any stories for future podcasts. Um, he says he had just gone to see the FA Cup final uh, and he was with his sister and he'd gone round to a, another friend's house and his sister was also there with her boyfriend. Her boyfriend turned up and they decided to leave early. So, what, from the FA Cup final? No, no, from the house after. So they, they'd been to the FA Cup final yeah. and then they... I don't know what relevance that has to the story. Anyway, yeah, they'd been to, that. you threw it off. They'd been to, <laughs> David, sort it out. Um, so they... They've been to the, the FA Cup final, yeah. again, not relevant, not relevant but, and then they've gone and celebrated at their family friend's <laughs> I'm just going to take a drink before I get in. They've been at their family friend's house, um, and then his sister's peeled away with her boyfriend, saying, oh, they're just going to go back to the house early. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then he drives in the driveway and opens up the front door, goes into the living room, and lo and behold... His sister and boyfriend are fumbling around, butt naked, trying to die off the bed. Says he's never, <laughs> says here he's never ever sat on that sofa ever again. For those of you who uh, have listened to the podcast, we do a character analysis each episode. Uh, and this week we have chosen the one and only beautiful lady. Oh, there. she is beautiful. Uh, as, as that oh. man we, uh, yes, yeah, we just had an old man come in and say um, to Chuck yeah, that you want to get in bed with her. Is that what he Proof said to you? that this restaurant is indeed an opening. And, uh, yeah, opening. yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, Vanessa, she's a brilliant character, Vanessa, isn't she? Vanessa Jenkins. Yeah. One thing I realised, we never actually find out her age. No. We never really do it, but how old do you think she is? I'm going to go like oh, late 20s, 28, 29, I think. So I've done a bit of detective work. This is why you're completely wrong. I'm completely wrong. Oh, thank you very much. No thank you. Thank you. So, nice little latte. She is mentioned in the program that yeah. she worked as a driver for Gladys Knight and the Pips uh, in 1979. Well, that's an obviously a lie. It's in it's not a lie though because you have the reason why none of her elaborate stories are lies because you always have Bryn and Gwen like backing them up and saying oh yeah Eddie stole bus like they yeah, are yeah fair enough fair enough so that suggests that she must be well into her 40s at the start of the series even because okay, now. that means she'd be yeah. well sure yeah. she's knocking on the door of menopause surprise. then surprise <laughs> she kept yeah, I'm a baby anyway, I mean yeah we've got a list of her um, yeah Jobs. Wanted to list off all of her jobs, all of her weird and wonderful things. So, let's kick it off. Yeah. She speaks fluent Italian and Welsh. She is one of the original members of All Saints, but didn't get along with uh, Shazney. She's a truck driver for Eddie Stobart. 
Yep, nanny for Richard and Judy. She was a BBC radio producer. Uh, Navy officer. <laughs> a driver for the Who World Tour. Uh, street performer. A bartender at the Dolphin Pub and Barry. A semi-pro 10-pin bowler. An aide to John Prescott. Married a man who died faking his own death. Woke up after her first marriage with an unspecified pit of Gladys Knight fame in Alaska. Right. Uh, she travelled the world on a cruise ship. Don't know what doing. Former goalkeeping coach to Stephen Krusevich. Uh, seasonal Santa Claus down in Barry. Uh, she's worked in Peru, Namibia and Egypt. But finally, of course, her current occupation, she works the slots, she runs the amusements in Barry. After all of that. Yeah, I know. After that crazy CV, CV. She's now uh, operating the slots in Barry Island. I honestly think her CV would do a lot better than ours do um, to current job applications. Well done, Nessa. Yeah. Um, before we move on to our best moments, I just want to stand out and say this now. I do not think there is a single character in British comedy like Nessa. No, absolutely. I, don't I think completely agree. Ca- like, I, I think she's just so unique. Uh, she's, she's clever, she's witty, she's a bit slutty. But I think that's um, what's, <laughs> what Ruth Jones has brought to the character yeah, rather yeah. than and it just Ruth, being Ruth Nessa. Jones nails it. Uh, and yeah, what a character. Shall we head into Nessa's top moment? And I, I, I actually went through these, and it's pretty impossible. No, uh, it is so to, impossible to come up with them. But the, the fans thought Twitter, the fans thought as well. It was very uh, impossible. At what's a current pod for future? If you want to vote on the uh, the best moments of future, yeah. I think I'm a bit pissed. Are you? Just want to talk? Yeah. <laughs> the fruit hasn't sorted you <laughs> yeah, out, has yeah. it? Um, but yeah, so we put um, onto our Twitter page at what's going pod. The three top moments, and uh, those three top moments we said for you to choose from. I actually from. don't know how it ended up. It was a three-way tie this week, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Nessa as Santa is. Um, well, it's in at number three. Number three. Yeah. So I actually voted for this one with 31% of the vote. It's really close, by number the way, guys. Two. Number two. Judy Dench and Robert Mugabe, oh, that lorry inter- interchange no between way. Bryn and um, Nessa. Which means where to she now? Where to she now? It's, it's number, number one. one. Yeah. I mean, with 36% of the vote. <laughs> yeah, so 31, 33, well, and 36%. Tight, so tight. That is tight. So and tight. A sentiment of the woman she is and the character she is. Yeah. I mean, I just found it impossible to narrow it down. Yeah, numbers. absolutely. Um, absolute champion. And a god tier character, yeah. so to speak, like we referred to yeah. uh, Bryn and so on. Absolutely. Like the first series, we are on the search for the ultimate Gavin and Stacey fan, aren't we? Yes, so, yes. Do you wrap your presents in tinfoil or uh, do you refer to your friends uh, as Chinese Alan? Or, or, do you, or do you stand in your kitchen like Chuck, like a sad little man that you are, and make a jam Dani hash on your own? Uh, for dinner, yeah, yeah, that is indeed yeah. me. Um, and today we are delighted to be joined by Mr. Patrick Spellman. Welcome to the podcast, Patrick. How you doing? Welcome to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here he is. So Patrick grabbed our attention after he indeed has been wrapping his presents into. I thought this was just sort of like a a, a thing that I did. You know, wrap my presents in tin for it. Did you do it before out, Smithy? That's the question. No, 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 no. It was purely inspired by Smithy. But it turns out it's quite a widespread sort of Gavin and Stacey thing. To but do. it makes sense, doesn't it? Um, there we go. Patrick, do you do any other sort of weird things related to the program? I think we can all relate to their weird behaviours in our own little ways. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So explain to us the situation as you came to us and said you wrap your Christmas presents in tinfoil. What was the reception like? 
Usually it's surprise, I have to admit. I, I just kind of sat in my room, like hiding away from everyone, trying to secretly wrap presents, and then all you hear is the rustling of tinfoil. It's just, they know exactly what's going on in here. And, yeah, and what was their, what was <laughs> their reaction? The what was their reaction when you, um, you presented them with their gifts that were wrapped up in tinfoil? Probably a mixture of shock and a little bit of disappointment. So, we've changed it a little bit for the second series. I don't know if you listened to the first series, Patrick, but we used to get uh, each guest on, they'd give a little 30 second plea yep. uh, about why they are the ultimate Gavin Stacey fan. And then we'd also go into a quiz. So, so we're gonna do a similar thing for the second series. However, we've got, we're, we're taking things seriously. It's oh, the yeah, second series, yeah, we're not absolutely. dicking around it. It's not the first series anymore. Um, so basically, you're gonna, we're, we're gonna ask you to do a 30 second uh, speech as to why you think you are the biggest Gavin and Stacey fan. So, you know, remind our listeners yeah, you wrap your presence in Tom, Tim Ford, whatever you might do um, to, to your dedication towards the programme. And at the start of the call, you gave away quite a good Welsh accent. Um, so maybe it could involve that. It. Um, we will then rate your plea out, out of five, yep. myself and Callum here. And then we'll head into the quiz. The quiz will also be out of five, and you're going to be up against me as the, the ultimate fan I am. Um, He's a joke, Patrick. He's an absolute joke. Those points. I, I listen to every episode. I, I, I know what I'm up against here. Oh. <laughs> here we go. And then those points are going to be combined. And if you beat me, we're then going to double them. And then as your first, you will be top of the leaderboard at the end of this episode. Yeah. But... Uh, at the end of the series, we're going to give a grand prize out to the winner. Uh, so, yeah, lots to play for here. Are you ready? I I'm ready to give a little speech, of course. Okay, right. We shall hear your 30 seconds starting in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's go. I am the biggest and possibly the best Gavin and Stacey fan because I can relate to the characters. I love omelettes just like Gwen. Whenever I find out someone is pregnant, I immediately think that Smithy's the father and shout, oh my Christ, just like Pam. Like Dawn, my threesome <laughs> with Seth also did not Off go to way. plan. And just like Bryn, I think James Blunt has a cracking voice. <laughs> I'm also a big enough Gavin and Stacey fan to try and not compare myself to Gavin and Stacey because nobody wants to be them. And to be honest, to yes. the day, that is sensational. When all said and that done, is great. do you know what I mean? I'll tell you what. That is so true though, no one wants to be Gavin and Stacey. No one wants to be no, Gavin and Stacey. No, that I is so true. That yeah, I really expect it. that. Um, right, shall we give our scores? Yeah. Shall we deliberate? I, I, I think. I think we can we do decimal it. points? Are yeah, we given that? Decimal points. Okay. So you, let's say ours at the same time. Okay. So out of five. Yeah. In three, three two, two, one. Four. Three point five. Bastards. Oh. Oh. Right, we're around the bastards. <laughs> Patrick's not happy. He's not happy. Three point seven five average. We'll round that up to yeah. four. We'll make that consistency yeah. across yeah. the series. Yeah. We'll round that up to four. That's a good start. That's a really good You're start, Patrick. Out by Patrick. Calm down, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right, so <laughs> now it's time for the now it's time for the all important quiz, Patrick. I'm just going to get my laptop because I have some questions prepared for all of you guys. Okay. Um, by the way, uh, what's occurring? Podcast stickers uh, now available. Patrick, um, I will tell you that I am slightly handicapped. We've been in an Italian restaurant and. Uh, like Pete is in series two, episode one, 
I'm a little bit intoxicated on red wine right mm. now. Okay, so what I want to do is I have a breadstick packet in front of me. <laughs> I'm going to flip it. Nothing, like, Patrick... a, nothing like a, a makeshift coin. <laughs> Patrick, as you are the guest, you are going to choose first. I want you to say bread side or label side. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is bread side. This is label side, okay? So um, I want you to uh, call whilst it's in the air. So in three, two, one, call. Bread side. Oh, it's, it's label side. side. Nightmare. It's <laughs> label side, which means Chuck, Chuck, we, you we can choose. That, Patrick, so yeah. there's no you can choose here. which. Um, I'll go for the first set of questions. First set of questions. Okay. All right. Question number one. There is ten in total, five each. Question number one to you, Chuck. Here we go. What did Pam say they left under their pillow in the hotel? Wine gums. Wine gums. Yeah. That is correct. Moving on to your first question, Patrick. Okay. Uh, you are aware that these are all questions from episode one of series two. Yes. Um, okay. What is the colour of Nessa's lorry? Is it yellow? I'm going to give you a clue. It's two colours, so I only accept, ex- like, accept two colours. Okay, I'm going to say yellow and green. Ooh, it's, it's bang on! Oh, it's bang true? on! It is bang on. Yes. Well done, Patrick. What a legend. So that is one out of one. Okay, cool. Moving on. Where did Pam say Smithy and the boys passed out after the wedding? In the hotel lift. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Yeah, that is correct. We did talk about it in this episode. (laughs) Okay, question number two for you, Patrick. Okay. What scores... Did Gav say Smithy was asking for while Smithy was away? Uh oh. Was it Millwall? I can give you a clip. Oh is that your is that, yeah, is that your final answer? I'm gonna go I'm gonna stick with it. Are you sticking with it? It's yeah. in fact their arch rivals, West Ham. Oh, <laughs> I hope there's no oh, West Ham. No. Right, so that makes that makes it um, two one to Chuck. Okay, Chuck, your third question. What occupation did Bryn think Pete was in? A butcher. He thought he's a butcher. He's correct. He's <laughs> correct. So, I never knew you were a butcher. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, that is three uh, one to Chuck. Your third question, Patrick. Yeah. What did Pam request to have, to not have on her Italian order whilst in Capriccio's? <laughs> olives. Olives. <laughs> <Yeah>, olives. <laughs> He's done it. He's done it. Big, Big stuff. stuff. <laughs> Mate, that is incredible answer. I thought that was the yeah, hardest yeah, one. Yeah, that's hard that is the hardest. Literally, you don't even hear her order. Yeah. You just said, no olives. Thank you, Pepe. Yeah. The menu. Bang on. Yeah. Bang on. Chuck, question number four for you. That makes it 3-2. 3-2. How high did Smithy say the cliff was that Budgie jumped off? For those listening, these are the nichest questions we can find from each episode. That's why we choose it. I know. I know what Gavin... I think Gavin says, it was about 70 feet. But what did Smithy say? I'm so bad with figures. 300. 
Is that your final, that your final answer? answer? It is 300 <laughs> feet. Oh, 4-2 to Chuck. That is a big answer. Right, fourth question for you, Patrick. What activity did Gavin say he missed Smithy for? Tennis. Yes, yeah, bang on. 4-3. You're at the pace. You're in with the pace. Chuck, you're I was going to play with Stacey, but she's rubbish. I thought if Smith was here, we had a great game. Want to play tomorrow? Can't got to pick up the weather fair. So oh, oh no. Sake. Right, this this is your final question, Chuck. Oh. If you get this, you are the victor. But don't worry, Patrick, you can still point build because if you get as many questions as you can right, still it will just board, add to your score. Yeah. And at the moment, you're sitting at four. That's a very good score. Chuck, your final question. It's a finish the quote. Not, not, non-personal favourite. I'm not going to say the characters it's between. Okay. You've got the looks, you've got the wife, and you've got... It's Bryn, he's selling it to Smithy, he's like, you've got the look... No, no, wait. It's Bryn saying it to Gat. wait, you've got the looks, you've got the wife... He's struggling here. I Patrick, know, I know he's, in, he's in trouble. Yeah, I thought you might. I thought Chuck would know. Patrick's good. I was going to say X-Factor. Right, X -factor. 10 seconds. Oh, oh, here we go. Yeah, we we always do that. Now we're on camera. 10, uh, 9, 8, 7, it's 6, either X -factor or tan, I was going to guess. Well, I don't 5, right. 4, 3, I'm gonna go tan. tan, final answer. Yeah, it's wrong. It is wrong, yes. Yeah. The, the quote was between Pete and Mick. Yeah? Oh, yeah, and what was the answer, Mick Patrick? <laughs> uh, you've got the looks, you've got the wife, you've got the girth. <laughs> you've got the girth! <laughs> so, Patrick, to take it to a tiebreaker. Take it to a tiebreaker. Right, so, um, whose pizza did Bryn finish, Patrick? He finished Gwen's, I think. <sighs> Is that your final answer? I'm gonna stick with it. No, wait. Or did Gwen have lasagna? <sighs> Go on, think about these things. <laughs> I'm thinking about a fictional Italian order. Is it a toss up between the Noki and the Risotto? <laughs> I'm thinking about a fictional Italian <laughs> No, it's one of the people at the dinner table, obviously. Well, Pam definitely had pizza. I'm gonna go with Pam then. Please don't tell me it was You're Gwen. going with Pam? You're going with Pam. Patrick. That is incorrect. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Mick. It was Mick. It's it Mick. was Mick's pizza. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he says, do you reckon will Mick will mind if I take his last slice? <laughs> so what if he does? I'll back you, because that's what best mates do. Do you guys want to know what the tiebreaker was? Uh, what was the tiebreaker, gone? The tiebreaker was, what colour was Smithy's polo shirt? So you? Patrick, though, three points from the quiz. Unfortunately, not doubled. I am still the champ. But plus the four we gave you for the, uh, for the police. So therefore, seven out of a possible ten. Yeah, that's amazing, Patrick. Well, Fifteen, I guess. Yeah, I am but amazing. Takes you straight to the top of the leaderboard, Patrick. How yeah. How do you feel about that? Well, it's the first episode, so I kind of feel <laughs> Yeah, we're not bullshit you here. You're not up against anyone. Yeah. Um, but thank you very much for playing, Patrick. Thank uh, you, Patrick. Before we go, though, could we, could, could we have your favourite Gavin and Stacey moment? Of um, all time. Yeah, don't think about this series. Everything. Oh, I, I am a big Doris fan, <laughs> and mm. you can't be... Like to be honest with you, Gav, I'm absolutely twatted. 
It's a, he's a man of taste. He's a man of <laughs> he's taste. He's a man of taste. Patrick. It's been a pleasure champion. having you on. Thanks so much for coming on, buddy. We are going to send you a little gift. Yeah. Uh, for your services. Do send us your address and we will uh, ping you a, a gift in the post. Uh, expect the unexpected. That's all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, so um, that is the end of the first episode of Series okay. 2. Um, if you like this video, hit subscribe below. Uh, Plenty more content with that. Follow us on came. Twitter and Instagram, at What's Occurring Pod. Uh, and yeah, we'll be back this time next week, every Tuesday. Expect yep. a video from us. Uh, yeah, chuck a subscribe, you'll find out when they're first there. Cheers. Also, let your friends know, Gavin and Stacey fans. Cheers, Chuck. Oh, the episode's over. Page a hackle for a or in other words, sling your hacker, I'll break your face.